Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> in our service society by rockin'. I'm Holland, and I'm the oldest, and you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. I'm Gray, and you're tacky, and I hate you. <laughs> no, Gray, say your name. <laughs> say the thing, not call and cut this out. <laughs> if you couldn't tell... <laughs> The movie we're watching is School of Rock. There's one thing you can't stop. It's School of Rock. Yeah. Also, tell us, tell the people what we do here each week if they're not um, familiar. So each week. Um, each week. Wow, Holland. <laughs> um, way to completely skip the, the. No, we have a different thing this season. We kept the old stuff. Oh, my God. Allegra, uh... <sighs> this is your second time doing this, this season. <laughs> it was like a month ago. <laughs> so this season, we're switching things up with the format. Um, it'll be sh- a shortened season that lasts four months. Each week, we'll flip a coin to see whether we'll have to defend a good movie or if we've chosen that we've chosen ourselves <laughs> or <laughs> from the top, from the top. This season. No, no, <laughs> just keep it going. Each season, oh we're switching God. things up, each format. No, It'll just keep it going. We flip a just coin, see if we defend a good movie or a bad movie. Stink cold, there we go. We're watching School of Rock. What's up, bitches? Hello. This is why I should just do it every time. Um, I'm just going to say it. This is why I should do it every time. Wow. For the first time ever, we've chosen a movie that's Wait, not- are you serious? You're still going? Can I finish no, my sentence? not even Oh, 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 I'm sorry. No, hey, guys. Wow. It takes a big man to admit when they're wrong, and I'm that big man, okay? Yeah, it takes a big man, and I'm all I'm looking at is a huge ass. <laughs> anyway, continue. All I was saying was, <laughs> for the first time ever this season, we have chosen a movie. We have, are watching a movie that's not from the stink hole. Thank fucking God, because three in a row was rough. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully that means we get three good ones in a row. Because I really can't bear it. How how did Meg feel? Um, during the the stink hole month. Yeah, how was her emotions this season? The the month of stink. Month of stink. Um. Well, let me. I can do. I can do a brief recap. Uh, hot chick. Pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah. We were like, okay, we maybe. Starting off with the best maybe, one. <laughs> yeah, we were like, maybe this won't be so bad. False hope. <laughs> yeah, we flew pretty close to the sun, and then 
God punished us with <laughs> Shallow Howl, which was basically the, the initial burns from the sun, and then the actual falling to the earth was cats and dogs. I think that's a good summary of how Meg and I felt during our initial month of season three. Yeah. But School of Rock was like a... Hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to continue this analogy here. Hold on. Um, a new dawn, a new day. That's also sun school, related. A school of, of wings. School of Rock was like rising from the like ashes, like Al- waking Phoenix. up. Aloe vera. <laughs> no, guys. <laughs> school of Rock was like waking up, brittle and broken in a hospital after the fall but your nurse is like smoking hot you got that morphine drip <laughs> you got, yeah, exactly fuck you got like killer. hella dilated, and your nurse is like chris evans who who has become my personal just one of one top celebrity crush and I'd probably everyone's based on this the sheer exposure. No, That's not the exposure. Uh, yeah, I guess Hype? exposure. Beauty. Pedro Pascal. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Steve Buscemi. Pedro Pascal, is quick, close second. <laughs> I'm not gonna lag Steve Buscemi shit. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. I actually saw a meme that I was going through my phone the other day of just like old photos, and I saw a meme that was it was like a really shitty. Uh, MS Paint drawing, and it was Stone Cold Steve Buscemi, and so it was like <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin was Steve Buscemi's face. It was amazing. I'll try to find it and I'll send it to you. Um, so but this, yeah, but we got a Jack School Black Rock, Redemption. Arc. Unbelievable. That's true. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that exact same thing. This happened. Now we just need a. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my god. Hold on. Toby Maguire Stop. redemption arc. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum redemption arc or Toby Maguire. Wait, that which could be arc. possible if I pick Spider-Man if I get Foreshadowing. Maybe. But I need it, so let me pick Spider-Man. So um, well, you can't pick Spider-Man because it's on I'm, my I'm list. I'm joking. Okay. Hey, I'm joking. Um <laughs> Oh, I found it. It wasn't MS Paint. Someone did a, uh, it's from, it's from, a one of the WWE Raw video games and they made their own character. Oh. And so, it, yeah, I'm sending it to you guys. Wow. The group chat's um, really popping off on this episode so far. <laughs> if you, yeah. Listeners, if you couldn't tell, been a while since we've hung out. Yeah. We haven't recorded yeah. in a while. Bye. This is the most ADD uh, the podcast has ever been. I'm kind of, I'm leaning into it. <laughs> I've had my noise canceling in this whole time, so I think I have been shouting. <laughs> but Meg is gone. Oh, just looked at all the line, all my my recording. I've been shouting. <laughs> um, so luckily, fun. Meg's out of town as of today. Um, so she won't get fr- reasonably, I should add, frustrated by how loud I am whenever I record the rep- <laughs> yeah, record this podcast. We just get um, so excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's just who we are. And Meg has accepted that. She's like, it's just how you guys are when you're together. You're fucking loud. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. Because Meg is just, she's so sweet and silent. 
in like you know just quiet i wouldn't say silent she's not this like submissive no no, no. she's just quiet thing yeah. yeah. And we are not. No, we are all loud on our own, and we are the worst when we're all three I together. I would not say Holland is loud on her own. No. True. But, like, you know what? Like, after years, like, first we're like of all. We're like Voltron. First of all, there's three of us. It's so a very I think. Loud Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> That's our superpower. Loud Voltron. <laughs> it comes together, and it's just a giant robot that goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> just what were you saying Holland? deafens everybody see this is the thing there's three three is too many <laughs> so we're just constantly trying to yell to make sure that everybody hears us and then so like we already started off like having to shout a little bit and then once we got like step siblings let it all out and these are the things family, i can do without so come on and like just adding more people <laughs> we got louder yeah, I have no idea what Gray Gray is heckling me about. No, he right said now. shout. Oh yeah, shout. All right, okay. let it all okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like, come on, I don't care about this, and I was like, no, I'm no. Oh, <laughs> uh, Holland, a little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. <laughs> and a little bit softer now. And a little bit softer now. Okay, we are getting way off topic. This is the longest School it's ever of taken us to talk about a good movie. We love this movie. I know, that's true. We love it. Okay, School of Rock. Yes, Let's give you. a brief summary and give you a little bit of setting the stage of what our lives were like when this movie came out. Yeah. So, after being kicked out of his rock band... Guitarist slacker Dewey Finn faces a mountain of debts and depression. He shares an apartment with his best friend, Ned Schneebly, an old band member who is now a substitute teacher. Dewey accepts a job as a substitute teacher at a snobbish private elementary school where his attitude and hijinks have a powerful result on his students. He learns they are talented young musicians and he decides to form a rock band with them to win the $20,000 prize in a local band contest. Once Dewey wins a competition called, quote, Battle of the Bands, the prize money would solve his financial problems and put him back in the rock music spotlight. Steve Shedlosky. Hey. Okay. Same name as my buddy that I went to school with, my old roommate's last name. Anyways. <laughs> very well done, Steve. I think that might be the most succinct summary we've had in a very long time. I don't know if ever, but very, very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and still leave some wanting so we can, yeah, you we know. Yeah, don't exactly it's, know what's going It's happen. not giving, it's <laughs> not giving, not giving a, yeah, it's not giving a long-winded, It's not like, just full the first detail. 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, no hate to our Pereira friend. Anthony Pereira. Anthony Pereira. I couldn't remember his first name. Um, so this movie came out October 3rd, 2003. Holland was 11. Allegra was almost nine, like basically nine. And I was six. Um, we saw this in theaters. I believe we did. I feel like we couldn't we have missed it. Probably did. I believe we saw this in theaters. This it's because I'd be like, surprised if we hadn't. It feels, but I don't have exactly. an exact memory of that experience. Yeah, I mean it's it happens when you see a movie so many times, 
it's hard to be like, oh yeah, I saw it in theaters, unless it's something like fucking Star Wars. Or, unless or, it's like an event where you're like, yes, I remember. Like, I remember seeing yeah. Mean Girls in theaters with Allegra, but I feel like it was like, we got to see it without parents, and it was like a, a thing that we, at least that right. I looked forward to. I think I just dragged her along. I but. do not remember <laughs> the context around seeing Mean Girls. I feel like I have like the... No, Holland, that was me. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like I have a sensory memory of seeing this in, in theaters. And like, honestly... In 2003, though, that would have still been at... In Folsom, right? Yeah, Century. Like century? But, like... Oh, probably, yeah. We're in full swing of divorced dad times. Like, it really... True. Dad took us to the movies all the time. True. Yeah, had, he did. And, I mean, come on. Metal. Jack Black, rock music. Yeah. This was a dad movie. Yeah. I mean, I mostly just... I have more memories of just putting on the DVD at dad's house. Yeah, I mean, it was a dad's it. house it was a DVD. I kept it in my bedroom, like, most of the time because I just loved watching it. I l- idolized Freddie Jones. Oh, my just God. Just his, like, vibe. Oh, my God. His vibe. Speaking of. So, Rest in peace. I know. Rest in peace. What? Yeah. I didn't he know. He died a couple years ago. Aw. He got hit by a car when he was riding his bike. Oh, this is why cars are the worst. Yeah. Everyone get That's ready. why we need more trains. Wait, trains. <laughs> Don't even get us started. I had the biggest crush on him as well. Oh my god, she just Holland just took out one of her childhood fucking journals. That creaking you're hearing—that's the binding on Holland's journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I figured. So can you give us some? Can you give us some ASMR, ASMR real quick? Just a slow open right in front of the microphone. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you silence, guys. Studio silence, please. It's Keep good going, enough. Colin. Okay, too much. Okay. Well, well hold on. Anyway, can I, can I attempt this ASMR since you've never seen an ASMR video in your life, clearly? Holland's not a pervert, apparently. Ben, we're going to read the diary. Shut the fuck up. So, anyway, I. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me do. Let me do one. It's my turn. Hold on. Can I get studio silence, please? And Holland is now going to read from her diary. Oh, I hated that, that awful. so much. Do <laughs> you like all the the mouth noises? You need to give a trigger warning for those mouth I think, noises. I think. I think that's right. Meg just turned it off. <laughs> um, anyway, I I pretty regularly kept a journal for my entire eighth grade year because I did not have any friends and I was very depressed. Um, and within, I created hot guy lists where I would list someone who I thought was hot and why. And right number seven right here when I wrote in my entry, let's see the date. December 26, 2005. Um, if you were wondering what triggered the writing of this list, it was that we just got back from seeing Narnia and the Peter guy was really hot. I think I need to make another list. That's a direct quote. <laughs> um, but anyway, on my list, a long-standing person on the list is Kevin Clark, a.k.a. 
Freddie Jones from School of Rock. I I did write multiple lists before this saying Freddie Jones from School of Rock. I don't know his name, but I eventually learned it. <laughs> but um, my reasoning for why he was hot. He plays Freddie Jones in the School of Rock. I finally figured out his name in parentheses. I don't know how old he is, but he is 13 or 14 at least. He has blonde hair and he plays the drums, which is underlined. So I just I would I just wanted to bring out some uh, primary documents supporting my long-standing love for Freddie Jones and School of Rock. Thank you. That's all I have. I uh, had a friend who used to date a drummer, and um, I viv- vividly remember a really shitty meme we saw once that said, "Why do people want to date drummers? The bang bang makes them want to bang bang." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to one of my best friends, Mitch. He's a drummer and he's adorable and hot. If you ever see his band, you should bang bang him. Just going to say it. He's adorable and hot. You going to plug that band or what, Gray? Oh yeah. The band is called Cugino, located in Sacramento, California. They play pretty regularly. He's the drummer. Didn't he also uh, help produce our theme song? Yes, he did. Shout out. He was the... Um, musical harmony of the drums, guitar, and keys. I think I actually played one of the instruments, but it was all mostly him co- actually coming up with it. So shout there out. you go. Shout out. Shout out to Mitch. How do you spell Cugino? C-U-G-I-N-O. I would have gotten 0% of that correct. <laughs> Because that's, it's it's Italian for cousin, I'm pretty sure, and his band is him and his cousin, oh, so and they're Italian. So you're not pronouncing it correctly. What do you mean? Cugino. Cugino. <laughs> Did I send you that Okay, TikTok? moving on. Did our parents have any thoughts? Yes. Oh, wait, hold on. But I was talking about Freddie Jones. I, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was so fucking cool. Yeah. I thought he was so fucking yeah. cool. When he rolls um, up his sleeves. Yeah. It's called punk rock. Um, Although he anyways. does have a little bit of a, a meninist moment where he's like shitting on Meg White. <laughs> he's like, or he, or he's shitting on just female drummers in general. But we can forgive him for that. <laughs> I mean, I don't he's know. he's thirteen. I know. All right, he's yeah, he's a thirteen-year-old <laughs> drummer. They're arguing. Yeah, I mean, I do agree with him that Meg Jones. Okay, actually, Meg no, Jones. I don't agree with him. Meg Jones. <laughs> Meg White. Meg White, sorry. Oh my God, that's Freddie Jones. <laughs> yeah, I got it. They're married Anyways, now. Um, <laughs> it's like squids in the, the Meg. <laughs> Meg White is a good drummer in the in the way that the the bassist described. It's like she's really good at keeping a beat. She's not any frills, kind of like Ringo Starr. Yeah. But Ringo Starr's the greatest drummer ever. Fight me on it. Not actually the greatest, but he's great. I digress. Did our parents have thoughts on this? Wait, yes. can I digress one more time? <laughs> yes. Gray, did you see Fred Armisen's stand-up show, uh, special comedy for drummers? No. Oh my god, you have to watch it. Okay, I love it. I I will. I I I have to. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, I, once again, I'm home alone for like a week and a half. I got a lot of shit I can watch that I know Meg would be like. 
very okay with me watching because I have really weird sensibilities. <laughs> there are like three different drum sets on stage and he does drummer impressions and it's really fun and you should watch it. Oh my God, wait, I love that. <laughs> I need to know this. Um, um our parents have thoughts. Yes. <laughs> so I'll start with mom who said, amazing movie. I feel like you guys watched this often. Was it our first introduction to Jack Black? I'll watch anything with Joan Cusack. I feel like, I feel it like this was must pretty have much. Been. But really? That I like I don't know. We saw Shallow Hal when I was a kid. <laughs> I think no. I I'm I'm pretty sure I saw this before Shallow Hal. Yeah, I truly don't I don't remember. think I watched Shallow Hal as it came out. <laughs> I don't think I did either. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we were like, hell yeah, School of Rock. Oh, another Jack Black movie. And then like watched that monstrosity because we were like, Jack Black can't fail us. <laughs> if I watched a Jack Black For some reason though, but I, I don't know don't why, remember. but for some reason I feel like I was already familiar with him when this came out. I mean, I'm very okay with being wrong. But for, I just have that in my head. Regardless, no this is our definitive Jack Black movie. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see here. I'm just looking. Um, Saving Silverman. Saving oh, Silverman was our, our introduction. That might have been to our introduction to Jack Black. Black. It's, a, it's, it's in close competition. I still can't say definitively. No, I think it was. I think it was because I just feel like I remember being already already familiarized it might have been that might have been it might have been a movie we should not have been watching as children is that no and i cannot wait to put it in the stink hole (laughs) i know i forgot about it but weirdly enough i don't feel like saving silverman was my first introduction to steve zahn is that weird (laughs) it was definitely my introduction to steve zahn that's still mostly what i think of him from and weirdly my introduction to Jason Biggs, because I didn't see the same Pie movies until way yeah, later. Yeah, same, same. That was also my introduction to Jason Biggs, because, yeah, why, the one thing we were not gonna our parents know. were, like, good about, like, keeping us from was, was American Pie. Yeah. I mean, like, rated R movies they we did, really didn't watch. We did not see a lot of rated yeah. yeah. But we pushed the limit with some sketchy PG-13 ones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, Dad also responded and said, One of my all-time favorite movies, kids and adults. Much more appreciated after watching the Dio documentary, Dreamers Never Die. Very fun, and it sucked me in. I still love the real Schneebly's character in the movie. Joan Cusack in her role. I think he also likes her. Uh, a masterpiece. There were a couple exclamation points in there. But I do know he genuinely loves this movie. I think we watched it with him when we were staying with him in 2020. Wait, I was, I, looking, yeah. I was looking at Steve Zahn's um, filmography. Mean. What documentary did he reference? Oh, no, no, no. He, Dad, uh, ooh, I can't speak. He referenced the Dio documentary. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, um, Saving Silverman was definitely the first intro to Steve's on. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, he was in an episode of Friends, but... That's true. No, yeah. that's 
that's Phoebe's true. gay husband. Yeah, that's true. Okay. He was. He says, "I'm straight." Oh, he. Yeah, gay, <laughs> yeah. Not, gay, not gay, not gay. Okay, I. He was in the ice. One case. of my like seven notes is: I wonder how many exclamation points Dad will use in his text. It didn't sound like he used any. <laughs> he used two. Oh, thank God. He used two. It's not a dad text anymore. Unless there's a lot of yeah. He he used one after dreamers ever die, and then a masterpiece. <laughs> Love that both of our parents... Oh, and one of my all-time favorite movies, Kids and Adults. <laughs> I love that both of our parents are like, love Joan Cusack. I know. And you know what? Same. Same. God. You, yeah, I said it too. Should we watch Adam's Family Values this year or what? Oh, that movie is so great. Um. Well, Anywho. let's get into pre-watch notes. We've been recording for so long. We are almost an hour into recording. I know we had a lot of there's like a lot of fluff that before. Yeah, we, there's a there was a lot, lot of lead of up fluff. leading up to just introducing. We have not even gotten to scores. <laughs> okay, pre-watch. Who wants to go first? I'll go first um, since I have no scores. Okay, love it. <laughs> solid, oh solid in theaters. Dad movie. Jack Black is in a mediocre, mediocre rock band, and he gets kicked out. Evil Sarah Silverman demands he pays rent, and he steals a sub gig from his roommate for a private school. He gets the kids to be in a band, and they rock. He romances the principal. No, you're not hardcore. Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> um, I can go next. I don't have a ton. I remember everything about this movie. And then I just put a bunch of quotes. The legend of the rent is way hardcore. Stick it to the man, Yosis. I think I heard a lot of classic rock songs for the first time when I saw this movie. I definitely had a crush on the drummer, R.I.P. Constant rewatch. This was definitely something that we watched all the time at Dad's house. We definitely had it on DVD. I've watched it pretty regularly my whole life since it came out either on TV or going out of my way to watch it with friends or with Meg. Um, I feel like we quote this movie a lot, or at least I do in my day-to-day life. Um, I don't even need to go into the details of this movie because I know for a fact both of you guys are going to hit upon the finer points in your pre-watch notes. And then I finish it because this was all voice notes because I've taken to doing that because it's way easier than typing it out. (laughs) Thank you. For the pre-watch at least. And I just go... The legend of the rent was way hardcore. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I have that too. Mm -hmm. Even though, dude, fucking Zach's song is so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. The beginning always, when they're actually playing it on stage, always gets me. Let's save it. Yeah, okay. We gotta save it. So the night we watched this on you know how on instagram in the private messaging section you can have these weird little thought bubbles that last a day it's like word stories i put um you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore on my instagram (laughs) and like four people all messaged me going like like continuing the song oh good they're all like people i haven't spoken to in years like my (laughs) my college roommate's ex was like no you're not hardcore yeah Everybody knows. Everybody knows. This movie is was like seminal for our generation. It's a movie of a generation. Okay. Yeah. I, I ooh, put a pin in that. Let's go scores. Okay, scores. Nostalgia, I have a 10, obviously. I have a 10. Sit through, I have a 10. I have a 10. Appropriate for children, I have a 9. 
I have a nine. Hold up, I have a ten. I have a ten. <laughs> Can I follow? I have a nine. I have a nine. We have we identical have scores. <laughs> Okay, so currently, spoiler alert, you're at a 96. So fuck off. Hey guys, do you, <laughs> does that mean I don't have to argue? We can just talk about how much we love this movie. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay, if you want to increase any scores, feel free. But <laughs> so this was the first. Time. Well, hold on. Actually, wait. Let's discuss this, Holland, because I want to hear your thoughts. Because obviously, we came to very similar conclusions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. similar. Let's, let's go down. Identical. Let's go down the list of the. The two nines. point the two points that we didn't give tens for. Yeah, I know perfect. Appropriate for children. It's so subtle. Yeah. But yeah, you know, there's he says There's a little bit of cursing. A oh, little he bit says of cursing. <laughs> no, he says something else. No, I just I can't know. remember. They say ass. Um, there's some like inappropriate. There's also the like, you know, touch your kids. Yeah. Like that was a legit joke. Which like, there is hilarious. Are a few like mature jokes that just like keep it from being a perfect ten. It's not like yeah. bad, but like you know, if you want to be the Christian moral committee about it, I guess. And then <laughs> it's one point, bitch. Okay. Um... <laughs> I thought you were gonna call her babe. It's one point, babe. <laughs> Would have been a soft. Oh, the way he babe. kept the way he kept calling Sarah Silverman babe, like yeah. super condescending. <laughs> Um, um, can I follow? And then can I follow? I just docked you know. for the pure, like, if this, like, objectively, this plan is psychotic. And exactly. this man should That's be exactly arrested. what I did. <laughs> but, but it's such a fun movie that I'm like, I'm only going to take off one exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at any of that. <laughs> Let's talk about this great, awesome, amazing movie. <laughs> Gray and I are Let's on do the it. same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did we used to call it? Twinsies. Oh God, let's not. <laughs> Twinsies. <laughs> yeah, I already have. Wait, Allegra, this is to your benefit. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's like really triggering, and like I already had therapy tonight, and like I can't get into She's it. Raw. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's raw. She's <laughs> raw. Okay, wait, hold on. Let opening scene. Opening scene. Okay. Hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> I was setting myself up. Thank you very much. Um, opening song, pretty dope. That song was super fun. I'm not a fighter, I'm His, a lover. <laughs> yeah, that song was dope. Yeah. So the people that are like, this band is lame. I'm like, no, they're fucking not. I do agree. Okay. Their fucking ballad at the Battle of the Bands is lame, but. Their ballad at the Battle of the Bands was so lame. I will say. Wins? I know, that's what I on. said. I will say that, um. Once it they're like background noise and the band is all talking, you start hearing it pick up uh-huh. and it's like a lot like there's like a crazy solo. And I was like, oh, so it's not just like a slow fucking like Creed song <laughs> like you hear like it actually gets it builds up. Not that it's any it's better than the School of Rock. I'm just saying like it wasn't just that slow pussy shit. Yeah, it was still um, pretty but, Creed though. Like, yes, wow, it was so very creepy. <laughs> um, but do it though. That singer is so fucking lame. Like the only thing that Dewey did that was like 
too much was the stage dive. Everything else, he's just having a fun time playing. And he was right that they're all like, wait, they're turning into hacks. Yeah. I mean, he does say that like the 10 minute guitar solos, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But if this is the first time he's bringing it up, then that's his fault. Yeah. 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 You're in a band. You guys are artistically collaborating. If that's the first time you're saying it to him when you're kicking him out, you have issues. Um, so canonically in my mind, spider is spelled the way that Charlie Day spells spider. <laughs> For me, there was never a doubt in my mind. It's a Y. And yeah. Not yeah. yeah. Spider. Um, and I do, I will say everything I just said about his band is directly at the singer and not the super cool and nice bassist. Yeah. Who totally got pressured into voting Dewey out. Yeah, I agree with that. We don't really get anything from the drummer, but... Yeah, as is how it happened. Actually, I don't know. The drummer's usually the fun one. The bassist is the quiet one. I don't know. But anyways. I kind of liked how each other member of the band was sort of representative of a different era of rock. Like, Mm -hmm. the main singer was, like, your 80s hair metal, and, like, the bassist had, like, a little Beatles haircut. I forget what the drummer looked like. But, um, I was I, I was thinking was it was like more Ramones. Yeah, oh, I was thinking yeah, the bassist was Ramones like 70s 80s and then the singer was more like super douchey 90s. Yeah. Mm. Cuz I I was also thinking um the bassist had the hair of the older brother in Princess Diaries, which <laughs> were also from Rooney. All, from Rooney! <laughs> Rooney! Okay. <laughs> Rooney! Um, if you've oh, ever seen the OC, you the know OC. what we're referencing. <laughs> hey, if you guys, if all in, you ever start a podcast like the Degrassi one that's all the OC, I will watch that for the first time through with you. I've only seen the first season all the way through. Gray, you gotta watch that. I think you would I will really do like it for it. a podcast. I think- should we start a podcast where Gray watches it for the first time with me, who's watched it a billion million times? Can we call it the Bro C? <laughs> oh my god, this shit writes itself. I would do that uh, in a heartbeat, babe. Listeners, please send in your thoughts <laughs> on the Bro C. On the Bro C, it's it's not that I need your permission to do it because I'm probably gonna do it i just want to know how interested other people will be to listen to exactly. it exactly because i'm gonna fucking do it yeah i want to do that <laughs> well holland we gotta watch the last four episodes of i know the show. Allegra, still, Allegra and i started watching it her seeing it for relatively the first time i hadn't watched past season one or two basically covid when we still lived together and we got all the way until the last four episodes of the last season we have one dvd, have disc, one left. DVD disc left and we're just like fuck season four man season four gets a little rough but you know what a lot of it's fun it's unhinged. It's unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's only four seasons? Yeah. yeah. Got, uh, gone too soon. Kind of rightfully canceled, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> they, yeah, they made some creative decisions at the end of season three that really did not set them up for success. You're being extremely generous. Creative uh, is doing a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to give spoilers. All right. Well, okay, wait. School of Rock. School of Rock. This is the 
first time I really watched the movie <laughs> with like kind of knowing the context of rock and roll's history at the time. And mm. like, cause like we just watched the Dio documentary and there's obviously a really famous part of like Nirvana hits the scene and suddenly all this Hades hair metal is uncool immediately. There's a box. Yeah. Dio's in the box. Oh, poor Dio. But by 2004, post-grunge, you know, uh, like, the 80s are sort of becoming more nostalgic. You know, it's maybe becoming a little bit more acceptable to get back into 80s metal again. And, you know, this is at a time in which America still believed that rock and roll was never going to die. Um, give it 10 years. <laughs> but, like, rock and roll was still cool and relevant and had its own distinct sound in 2004. Yeah. But there was so much more rock and roll history that you could really pass down to a next generation in its dynamic and like so like tenacious d was a big 90s thing and so it was kind of ironic their whole shtick of being really into their like 80s metal they were genuinely into that music that they grew up on but in, to a 90s audience they were a joke because they were into music that wasn't cool anymore yeah so it's just really nice to see it all tie together in this perfect way of like let's get the kids really into this music and boy did it ever i boy did it going ever back to the point i made where this was a huge movie for our generation i'm pretty sure that this inspired everybody in our age range that like they wanted to be in a band and learn how to play an instrument and like this movie plus Guitar Hero did wonders yes. for oh my yep. God. rock and roll. Oh my wonders. God. It did wonders for classic rocks. Because like persistence all in of the life. Kids, pretty for the most part, most of the kids in this movie actually play the like I think they mm-hmm. they, no, they all did out kids who could play instruments and that just made it so much fucking cooler. <laughs> I will tell you this right yeah. now. Miranda Cosgrove does not know how to fucking play the clarinet. Yeah, I will say that right yeah, now. Yeah. But she does know how to sing and had to specifically like train herself to sing poorly when that scene came on. Oh, Memories all alone in the moon. Good job, Miranda. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but yeah, like Gray, but, Gray had a Led yeah, Zeppelin this, okay, phase I, and I had a Who phase, if that tells you anything. Yeah. Yes. Very much. I mean, my phase is never ending. I'm I'm in love with Led Zeppelin. Um, and you both had Allegra and I are both. <laughs> Allegra and I are both ridiculously and overly knowledgeable in all things the Beatles. I have a a dad's taste in music. When people ask yeah. what kind of music you're into, I used to be like, I don't know, I like everything. I'm like, I like what your dad listens to. <laughs> <laughs> specifically yours i like what your white suburban dad listens to yeah <laughs> yeah it's, uh, same for me it's like most dads like it's not just the white suburban ones because i also only like 90s hip-hop for the most part mm. or like yeah it's shit hip-hop like that where i'm like today doesn't have the same exactly messages. that's like how that's how like i am thinking yeah or i'm like Today it's all just about money and cars. Back then it was money, cars, and murder. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it used, it's all about bitches now. It used to be about hoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, These were real <laughs> pimps back then. <laughs> we were OGs. It. What do you think the O stands for? 
Um, interestingly, although I did not really have a classic rock phase, I've always been more of a pop girly. But I did, I was reflecting upon like the final battle of the band stage at the end of the movie, which is iconic and beautiful and amazing and has pretty high production value. And I am a person who can really appreciate a high production value performance. So I'm convinced that this movie planted a seed of loving, like high production value performances done by people who are the best at what they do. And I think this is also a, a partially a reason why I like K-pop now. This is Dio's influence. Yeah. Holland, no, you like K-pop because you loved boy bands since you were four. That's not the only reason. Yeah, she's also a whore. Dude, no. one of my favorite <laughs> shows is literally bands competing to put on the best, like most elaborate performance stage, and they compete against each other. It's incredible. Yeah, you what show is this? It's a it's a Korean show, but like what's it called again? King's it's called Quest? Kingdom oh, or King- Queendom. It's incredible. Um, you're all about the well. Spectacle. Also, Holland, yeah, you, you have always been more towards pop, but you're also forgetting your pop punk phase. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Which no doubtedly this had a large influence oh, in. Oh definitely. Oh, I think God. I was already like listening to Blink One Eighty Two and stuff at the time, but it, I'm sure it just further cemented my like. My love of that genre. I think, if anything, it might have uh, validated it more. Probably. So you could dive further into it because you're like, oh, kids can like this. Yeah. So I'm going to... Good Charlotte. Yeah. Fallout Boy. Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> um, oh, God. Taking Back Sunday. Colin, <laughs> so you just made something click into place that I had never really realized before and like maybe sums up all three of our neuroses. But Holland used to force us to do like performances for the adults. <laughs> Holland loved to choreo yeah. and to like stage set and plan. And Gray and I loved to like be the center of attention. Yeah. Like <laughs> I liked to produce. <laughs> I like the production <laughs> value. Is this a baby? Or the egg situation. I don't even know. Holland, you're such a summer. <laughs> I you am. are a summer. I, I was am. like, I would be pissed if I was forced to have summer's job. I'd be like, I want to be in the fucking Band. No, and I'd be like, yeah, no, that means I, I get to touch pissed. every part of the process. Yeah. <laughs> I get to see how everything gets made. Yeah. And that's I, exactly I'm a Dewey in this <laughs> analogy. Through and through, Same. I'm a Dewey. Yeah, well, you guys are both Dewey. That should show you what the behind the scenes of this podcast is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't even know where to go from here. We've really been jumping on. Oh, I feel like guys, we have barely even scratched the surface. Read between I, the we've lines. only talked about the first four <laughs> minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. Read between. Okay. Speaking between of, the we're lines. still in the first read four minutes of the, the movie. Read between the lines the is so. The hold that read between the lines had on <laughs> us. Our household. Yeah, Our father. <laughs> also, the way Jack Black says, hello, this is Ned Sheehan. <laughs> Burned into my brain. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. I can always pull that. Okay, and even be... he did some ASMR with the phone, just the Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The the ASMR with the phone. <laughs> Hello, just... this is Nudge Hello, this is Nudge <laughs> Um Yeah, it's just always and then also, okay, the read between the lines, this is Nudge Schneebly, and then also 
for me at least, when he first discovers them in band class and he does the eyebrow oh, like yeah. wave roll, I tried to learn that for <laughs> so long. And I remember at one point thought I had it, thought I nailed it. I did not. Did you, I do like not a, know how. I can't. Like a, such a kid thing to be like, look, look, look what I can do. And you're like trying to move your eyebrows and be like, what am I supposed it's to It's just like. At? Yeah, like I can, I'm really, I can control my right eyebrow super well, but I can't do the left eyebrow on its own mm-hmm. worth a damn. And so I just like, I thought I got it. And then I like watched myself doing it one time and I'm like, oh no. It's, You're nowhere close. It's just like when Gray was on a tricycle and he says, Look, Dad, I could pop a wheelie. <laughs> and he just clunks just down the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it's the effort, okay? <laughs> um, I also, I just, the whole time I watch this movie, and like every time I watch it when I'm a, an adult, I'm like, I can't stop thinking about how illegal the situation is. <laughs> oh, yeah. We also, like, so Allegra and I did get did kind of solve a potential oh plot hole yes where i was like how did they not check this man's id like immediately but then allegra was saying well if they're hiring him through an agency then they probably wouldn't check his id yeah so So if real ned schneebly is subbing through like a particular substitute teacher temp agency i don't know if this is a real thing (laughs) but um the temp agency would have already like collected his i9 and ids and done the background check and the school would be like, we need a temp or we need a sub. And they would have been like, all right, here's the, here's this person's resume. You can call him if you want. This is his rate, right? And so the school could, all they have to do is be like, all right, cool. You already did the background check. You already did his W-4. Like, perfect. Yeah, okay. Have him just show this up. is still fraud. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying sure. the fact that they didn't check his ID. That, fact, that, oh, the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, yeah. I mean, that part, I was always kind of under the, I'm like, yeah, I don't blame them. But if you other than like some of the very clear red flags, yeah. But yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> like as soon as he arrives at like I'm assuming two p.m., he goes. So when well, he was lunch? called. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, that's exactly. If you're like an experienced substitute teacher, they call you in in the morning. You show up in the afternoon, and he's like, "When's lunch?" Or when he talks about yeah. smacking them, <laughs> we do not. Do oh yeah. Oh, lunch. so just verbal abuse yeah. <laughs> i would have been like go home <laughs> we're getting somebody else. Um, um but like the yeah, best part I, about I, all this is just how amazing he is with children oh my god and how he sees them seriously. at their level and takes them seriously like obviously he's like a, a hilarious douchebag and like while he's trying to skate through this t- teaching gig but as soon as he sees their genuine talent he's like these kids are talented and just because they're kids doesn't mean they like the talent isn't up to snuff with other adults and professionals the way he like bonds with lawrence and is like hey man you're cool and he like makes him feel better and also makes him feel included by creating a little handshake with him and shit so endearing this super long elaborate elaborate (laughs) handshake and he's like we'll practice this later yeah (laughs) yeah he's like we'll practice it later it's pretty long yeah (laughs) Also, like, I loved, yeah, the the bullying. I even liked, even the though the, the whole thing was rooted in 
giving up. I loved his lecture on like the man. Yeah. Because then he can circle back when he's more confident. He's like, we're sticking it to the man. That's what rock and roll is all about. Mm -hmm. Like, and he's like, you guys need to embody that in real life. Stick it to the man. It's such a great message for private school kids to hear. Because these kids are going to, instead of growing up to be like Wall Street bankers, they'll be like, am I the man? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why you yeah, they are going to be the early. man for the most part. So get to them early. Um, okay, the first song that he writes, that whole scene is iconic and incredible and amazing. And even... In the ancient times. It's very Dio. It's very Dio. <laughs> and... I need to watch this fucking documentary. Yeah, you really do. Everyone, everyone watch Dio Dreamers Never Die. It's, it's on Showtime. Um, but even though Zach's song is great, I still really wanted to see the final version of yeah. the first song. Who did? Oh, have you seen the TikTok where the guys recreate it? No. I don't think so. Shut oh my god. Oh, okay. So it's a TikTok where basically they're sitting at their instruments as like the 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 clip of Jack Black saying like, so here's how it goes. Uh, and I as soon as he this. like describes it, they start doing it. And I he's like, and then like Freddie and the guy's like, you know, nodding as if he's Freddie. He's like, you're going to do like, have you seen Hawaii Five O? And he like shakes it. He's like, okay, well there's this part where it goes. And so he like, and so then they, they do it. And then they actually cut it together to make it sound like a cohesive song. So they cut out all the fluff. So it's, oh, it's awesome. Oh I have Send that this. to me immediately. <laughs> Send it to the group chat. I want to watch it yeah. again. <laughs> when he was doing the, like, entire rock history lesson, I was like, I would take that class. Yeah. Like, I would course. take that. Yeah, I would take that today and, like, take it for a grade, not pass-fail. Like, I would, like, yeah. fully commit to that class. Great, great, and I both took Beatles music history classes. I took a history yeah. of like roots, blues, and rock and roll, but it was a lot of it. It was just it was like the history of like how everything kind of like transitioned into. It was a very top level, yeah, like Missouri <laughs> point of view. But um, <laughs> it was interesting. They my school also had a K-pop music history class. I should have taken that one too. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. Um, anywho, okay, this is, I'm going to give my, I'm just going to say it now. I'm giving my bonus point to this scene because I never noticed it in all the times I've ever watched it. But when he's in the teacher's lounge and he gets startled by Joan Cusack and he burns his hand with the coffee to cool it down. I always noticed he put some cream on it to like cool the burn down. But then I never noticed he also puts some sugar on it. So he puts both <laughs> cream and sugar on his coffee burn. And I'm like, that's so fucking brilliant. I don't know why. I loved it so much. So that's going to be my bonus point this is I, that joke. Let's give some love to Joan Cusack. She's so good in this movie. Yeah. Yes. we need. That was one of my next points, uh, uh, bullet points, was she's such a weirdo yeah. in this movie. Like, once she actually kind of, like, opens up and, like, obviously is drunk in the van. Yeah. And she's, like, so good at playing both, like, a weird person and drunk at the same time. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so perfect. And because I'm a... She, like, whispers. Yeah. She can't even say yeah. the word bit. I'm a... <laughs> no, no, you're not. 
Yes, yeah. I am. That's what they call me. I think okay. you're cool. You're way cool. And I love their friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I love that it's like friendship. Yes, it's friendship. Also, yeah. totally ship her and Spider. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh my God. His fucking, his tattoo that just says sex. Like, <laughs> yes. It's not even clever. It just says sex. Guys, if I ever get a stomach tattoo, please know it's just going to be sex. <laughs> sex. Um, my favorite with this weird little leather sleeve, just leather. Sleeve. Okay, that's a Jimmy. Every Martin time joke. I see that, I think of Dimitri yeah. Martin. Yes, it's leather sleeve. Where he, yeah, he has the joke where he talked about like I was at a party one time and I saw a guy walk in wearing a leather jacket and I got and I felt felt, oh, he's cool. And then a little bit later at that same party, I saw a guy wearing a leather vest and I went, he is not cool. <laughs> So I came to a conclusion, and then he rips the paper back, and it just says, I own leather sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and I always think of spider when I think of just leather sleeves. I own leather sleeves. See, spider's been new. He, he's been onto that, <laughs> the leather sleeves game. He cuts out the middle. Every time, I, <laughs> every time I kill a succulent, I think... I am less nurturing than, than a, a desert. desert. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, ladies. <laughs> um, I also wrote, um, the moment with Tamika is his apology for Shallow Hell. Aww. <laughs> Redemption. Craig died. Craig's dying, Colin, you killed him. <laughs> That was the soul of Shallow Hal being exercised from you. <laughs> okay, but um, um, my favorite Joan Cusack moment is after the parents are like super mega yelling at her and she's like, I'll be right back. And she just goes to the stairwell and just turns into the corner. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so real. <laughs> no, and then when she comes back in the way, or like, yeah, she comes back in in the way she says, so I've just been informed all your children are missing. And she kind of just has just the like, like, well, I'm just, so, I can't even well, give a fuck anymore about this. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She's like, so. I don't even know what to do. I can only smile because it's ridiculous. Another very well-deserved set of props need to be given to not a very like com- common's the wrong word, but not a super typical I'll just obvious. shut up Sarah Silverman is really good at being absolutely not herself for someone who doesn't act in a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. I hated her so fucking yeah, much in this, really movie. Annoying in this movie exactly she's so but good she's at very it. good at it yeah because that is not how she is as like a person no. if you've ever like yeah. seen her do anything else as herself so I was like oh my god so good at it. Um, and also, freaking Mike, Mike White. White. <laughs> Mike White wrote this movie, White Lotus. I watched the season of Survivor that he was on. Um, <laughs> and I was like, did he think of, Sur- or did he think of White Lotus from his experience on Survivor? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, incredible. Also, I want a prequel about Maggot Death. 
when Mike White yes. and Jack Black were still in a band together. <laughs> I love yeah. the photo of Maggot Death. Yeah. Where, like, they're all in this, like, juggalo-ass <laughs> face makeup, and Jack Black is smiling huge. Like, like crazy person. He's just like, Yeah, he's so <laughs> stoked. And then the third, the third person is the director, oh, um, okay. Richard Linklater. Oh, I so, realized that. I also... I don't think I ever really registered that this is a Richard Linklater movie, which is crazy. What else has he done? He did. Uh, he did Boyhood. Boyhood. He did. Oh, um, not Dazed and Confused. Was it Dazed and Confused? What was the What was the coming of age one that he did? Okay, who's the dad in Boyhood? Ethan something. Hawk. Ethan yeah. Hawk. Okay, my brain kept wanting Is to... Is he? I didn't watch Boyhood, so I don't know. My brain kept wanting to say Ethan Kraft. Ethan Kraft? Uh, that took you a while. Because <laughs> I'm on Richard Linklater's uh, IMDb. Yeah, yeah wait, now I want to see. It's Days and Confused. I'm pretty sure Steve Zahn is in suburbia. <laughs> I just looked up his info. Oh. Well, yeah, he, like Days and Confused. That's a really... I haven't seen that. Anyways. Uh, the um, purge just works. It just makes sense. Um, is that your, uh, your Ethan Kraft, Randy Savage, Ethan Kraft, <laughs> Ethan Hawk, <laughs> Ethan Hawk is in the purge. I think so. <laughs> Unless he's the guy from Sugar Ray. Cause I get them confused all the time. Mark McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. <laughs> so this is why Ethan Kraft, it's like Ethan Hawk, Mark McGrath. Ethan Kraft, we're like jumbling a lot of shit in that brain of yours. No, because I have never known guy from Sugar Ray's name ever. <laughs> Mark Wait, McGuire, Mark what? McGrath. Mark McGrath, yeah. Lizzie McGuire. Mark McGuire's a baseball he player. He does. He does kind of look like like a like a wider Ethan Hawk. You can get whiter than Ethan Hawke. I think I'm wide, all wide. Oh, W I D E. Like his chin is like bigger. <laughs> no, like his jaw is like wider. Yeah. Ethan Hawke has the uh, face of a pencil. Why does his face look like that? <laughs> the face of a pencil. <laughs> he does. You tell me. You could not confuse this with Ethan. This is a nonsense conversation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who's Every morning there's that movie with Winona Ryder where I was a deadbeat dude. Greg, come on, deadbeat dad. I tried to tell her the no, definition I'm... of irony, but it was actually wrong. Who's the guy Rude. from In and Out right there. who outs his teacher at the beginning of the movie? What? In and out? Yeah. That is Matt Dillon. Who Matt was, Dillon also kind of looks Yeah. Matt Dillon <laughs> also kind of looks like Mark McGrath. And, like, and Ethan Hawke. <laughs> this is how my mind works. <laughs> Wait, hold on guys. Hold on. Oh my god. Mark I'm not McGrath. ending this tonight. <laughs> Ethan Hawke. coming out a day late. <laughs> a buck short. Matt Dillon. <laughs> 
unhinged recording session we've ever had. I am sober. No, no, no. It's not Matt Dillon who looks the most like it. It's his brother. um, Oh, the guy from Entourage? Kevin Dillon. It's Matt Dillon's brother, but yeah. Kevin Dillon, Ethan Hawke, and Mark McGrath. I'm gonna put them all in a in a little collage. Is this the TikTok? Like... So I so tomorrow when I when it, I it is not posted on time because spoiler alert we're recording this on Tuesday night of before the Wednesday when it's supposed to come out. Um, so instead of an episode first thing, you're just gonna get a carousel of all of these men's faces, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the captions gonna be like. Sorry, we're gonna be a little late posting the episode. <laughs> but here's a, here's some no context clues. Here for, are four here, men. Here's, Allegra thinks looks the same. No, I'm just gonna say here's. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, here's some images uh, of the episode out of context. When you listen to it, you'll know. But you have to find them when they're like kind of the same age and they're all blonde. <laughs> That'll God, that no, means, I already. That means I have to keep this entire conversation of the episode, which is not. I'm gonna have to cut out a lot of no. like searching IMDb. Alan, you're keeping as much as you fucking can. <laughs> no <okay>? whammies. <laughs> We've been recording for an hour and a half. Fifteen minutes of that was silence of Gray doing trivia. Yeah. And- Wait, I'm not. And we're not the first one to put these three together. <laughs> oh, good to Do you know. You mean four, including Kevin Dillon. <laughs> No, that's what we're saying. Ethan Hawke, Mark McGrath, and Kevin Dillon. Okay. I think Matt Dim- Dillon still needs to be there to be the Matt bridge. Dimon? He bridges the gap between the I think Matt Dillon. <laughs> All right, fine. Add Matt Damon, Gray. Fine, if you really want to. No, Matt there. Damon doesn't. Add Matt Damon. <laughs> Dillon! Matt Damon. All right, anyways. Dillon. Um, the God of <laughs> The God, God of Fanny. Uh, um, remember YouTube in like 2008, guys? <laughs> Dude, I met Jack's films at VidCon, and he is maybe the only person I met at VidCon who is not still, who, who is, is current, who still is still unproblematic. <laughs> He's the only one who's not a sexual predator of some uh, some regard. Yeah. Knock on wood, Jack's films. <laughs> in the arms of... Um, I also noticed at the end, in the credits, all the books in the movie were donated by Scholastic. Aww. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Scholastic. Um, yeah, we've kind of gone so far off the rails that I don't remember what we have or haven't mentioned in let's, this movie. Let's just take it home. Let's talk about that finale. Oh, it's so good. The finale. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. satisfying. I used- it's, it seriously is, like, it's such a good mo- or such a good song. I, like, want to listen to it more regularly. The music- I want to listen to more songs by this band. The music in this movie, like, all of the original songs in this movie are very good. Like, yes, like they're the, actually really good. Like the band, like the song that in the opening credits, I love it. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. made up, like the made up song that he does, like their first song, this song, even just like when he's doing the math song or when he's like riffing on the school of rock name and like all of that stuff. And also obviously the soundtrack, like yeah. the soundtrack of this movie is yeah. incredible. I'm going to read out. I'm going to read out the soundtrack. Sorry. I want to 
I want to go back to the video where he's or the part of the movie where he's handing out CDs to kids as homework, and I just want to listen to all those albums. <laughs> oh yeah, do you want me to list them out? Because I wrote them down. Sure. Okay, hold on. Let me get my notes out. I do know. I think I can probably remember most of them, and I it doesn't. It also doesn't tell me who he gave what to who, um, whom, who. Yeah, whatever. Um, but. It says the CDs that he gives them are Led Zeppelin by Led Zeppelin, um, Parallel Lines by Blondie, Fragile by Yes, 2112 by Rush, Axis Bold as Love by Jimi Hendrix, and Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Those are the albums. And they're all, I mean, I've only listened all the way through to three of them? Sorry, you said... Axis Bowl of Love? Bold as Love. Okay. Bowl of Love makes less sense. <laughs> bowl of Love. And what was the last No, it's Axis colon Bold as Love. And then Dark Side By Jimi Hendrix. But yeah, dude, there's so many amazing songs. So I don't know which song is like they have to. There's two quote unquote no vacancy songs right um one is called fight for your love that's, that's gotta, gotta be, be the, the opening one, one right yeah. i'm a lover not a fighter fight for or, your love. Or, i'm a fighter not a lover yeah. and then i think the uh i think the the ballad one is called heal me i'm heart sick heal oh. me i'm heart sick there we go Guys, I used to re-watch climaxes of movies all the time. Like, I would just pop in a VHS, skip to the end, and just watch, like, the good part. <laughs> and this was definitely one of the movies where I'm like, I just want to see Battle of the Bands. Oh, yeah, 100%. I bet um, this is on YouTube and, like, has a shit ton of views, I would assume. What? This performance. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure they also... Which is a very Baba O'Reilly motif. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, 100%. Bow. But it was it's Baba O'Reilly, but with a very um, ACDC guitar tone. I was about to say tone. ACDC. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Definitely. Because obviously, I think ACDC, huge influence for Jack Black's oh, like, yeah. sensibilities. I mean, he's... Or maybe really... that's just because of this movie more so than but he also says like led zeppelin acdc motorhead those are the three he says like haven't you heard of any of these led zeppelin yeah. he yeah, is yeah. wearing a school uniform when he performs yeah very yeah exactly um but again that could be more the movie than him but who knows whatever um you know what i always think of when i hear motorhead i think of our cousin max referencing that commercial <laughs> Of that guy playing pool going, Ace of Space. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that song, but I always think of Rock Band from yeah. when I think of that they song. Because <laughs> it's the only time I've ever heard it like all the way through. Same. Or it was the first time I ever heard it all the way through. Um, yeah, between this movie and Rock Band... Like those those two things, I learned a lot of like classic rock songs for the first time. People were working <laughs> real hard. They'd be like, "Dads, do you not know how to connect to your children? Don't worry, <laughs> we got you covered." I want to get Guitar Hero or Rock Band back. Yeah, no, our fucking all of our shit is eroded. like eroded. <laughs> the fucking drums. <laughs> 
unsalvageable. Yeah, and I think I gave the Wii to Blake. Who knows? And man. he now lives in Washington, so. But yeah, I. Would... He said he said he'd be happy to give it back to us at any time. But it's got my Harvest Moon save file, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I but beat. yeah, I mean, I think we're starting to we're eventually no make our way to a natural conclusion after. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're ready to wrap it's up. It's time. A long time of recording. It's almost been two uh, hours. This was a windy road. This is going to be a fun one to edit. <laughs> Just keep it all. <laughs> keep it all. Just no, release it raw. Release Lord. it raw and uncut. <laughs> so Gray gave a bonus point. For that cream and sugar burn moment. <laughs> Jack Black was improv up a Jack, Jackety McBlackety yeah, storm. Yeah, I'm just going to give a bonus joint for Jackety McBlackety. He is so, like, I don't think anybody else could have led this movie. Like, this movie is It was perfect. perfect. It was made for him. It was made for him. He was so Literally, good. it was. And honestly... I've never been more attracted okay. to him than in this movie as well. <laughs> and he has a fucking over. <laughs> but like, okay, the scene where he, they're like, we've decided to name the band. Oh my God. And he, that moment chills. Yeah. Where he's like, the school of rock. I also, also got chills. <laughs> I got chills every time Tamika sang. Yeah. 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 When she sang uh, Just to Jack Black. Yeah. And then when she sang in her like solo, yeah. Am I hearing third on bonus stage? Point? Chills both times. Am I, am I hearing a third bonus point? You're not getting a ninety nine. <laughs> You're telling me this movie. I mean, isn't perfect. Like, 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 it's not like Matilda levels. You're saying, nah. I want to give her. I'm gonna give an extra bonus I, point. I'll accept an extra, but that's it's a ninety nine, not a hundred. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I, I accept. Um, okay, well, in order of time saving... Uh, We're so good at that. This is about to be the longest trivia ever. <laughs> I was joking because I love it and we're going to do it. Oh, my God. Because um, all of them were so much fun. Uh, so, came out October 3rd, 2003. The budget was... 35 million box office 131.3 yeah, so I needless to say it quadrupled its fucking uh budget so it was a moderate success um so trivia jack black once witnessed a stage a stage dive gone wrong involving ian astbury of the rock band the cult which made its way into the film um so that was the inspiration for that mm-hmm. um the soundtrack includes Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, a band that has a very long history of denying permission for the use of their songs in film and television. Um, director Linklater came up with the idea to shoot a video on stage used at the film's ending in which Jack Black begs the band for permission with a thousand cheering fans uh, behind him. The video was sent directly to the living members of Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, and John Paul Jones, who granted permission for the song. Um, and then you can hear it's used when he's, you know, they're singing and they're stoked. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about that scene. 
when they like I know. go oh to my the God. tryouts. Stick it to the man. Diosis. And Kevin's um, or yeah, freaking Freddy's just lying on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, School of Rock received an approval rating of ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, with an average rating of seven point seven out of ten. Um, the site's critical consensus reads. Excuse me. Quote. Black's exuberant, gleeful performance turns School of Rock into a hilarious, rocking good time. On Metacritic, the film has a score of 82 out of 100. And based on 41 critics, it indicates universal acclaim. Yeah. Um, this might be the highest uh, rating we've had a Roger Ebert movie. Oh, wow. Or Roger Ebert score, which is three and a half out of four. Mm. Um anyone feel free to correct me if i'm wrong based on what we've already reviewed but i feel like the before the highest we ever got were a couple threes um but yeah three and a half he writes it proves you can make a family film that's alive and well that's alive and well acted and smart and perceptive and funny and that rocks um Early in filming, an insecure Robert Sy, who plays Lawrence, approached Richard Linklater and tried to talk him out of letting him be in the movie because he felt he wasn't right for the role. Linklater responded that it was his very insecurity that made him exactly right for the role and kept him in. Fittingly, his character Lawrence has an almost exact conversation with Dewey about not feeling right for his role in the band. Aww. Aww. So they didn't... It didn't necessarily specify that that conversation is what caused that scene, or maybe that scene was our, like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. specify, but it's cool nonetheless. Yeah. Um, Jack Black came up with all of the nicknames for the kids <laughs> that he said to them. Um, the idea for the movie came when Mike White moved into an apartment next to Jack Black. Oh White would often find Jack Black running naked through the halls or blasting much of the music featured in the movie at full volume. Um, During the course of the movie, Black switches the part in his hair from left to right, depending on whether he's being Dewey or playing Ned. Oh, my God. I never noticed that, so that's a nice little Easter egg. Um, The finger point and nod that Jack Black teaches Zach is actually a move that Angus Young of ACDC performs in concerts, um, which we also pointed out. He also imitates Young's schoolboy attire during the Battle of the Bands contest. Um, When Ned asks Dewey to sell one of his guitars to pay rent, Dewey replies... Would you ask Picasso to sell one of his guitars? Um, And Sarah Silverman's character says, Oh my God, he's an idiot. Guitars are actually a prominent subject in many of Picasso's paintings. So that's kind of a funny little nod that's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, maybe he's not completely an idiot. Yeah. Um, This one I thought was really funny. So um, in Spain, Jack Black was dubbed by singer-actor Danny Martin. Um, Martin had no dubbing experience, but this was chosen because in the time the movie, uh, the time of the movie, his rock band El Canto de Loco was a huge hit in Spain. Um, this dubbing is considered one of the worst dubbings <laughs> ever made in Spain on account of Martin's casting choice. Oh no! So like, woof. Uh, <laughs> um, and then also. Uh, when Mike White wrote Dewey Finn's rant on The Man, 
he wasn't told until after the movie had finished shooting that MTV, um, something Dewey says ruined rock music, and Paramount Pictures, the studio distributing the movie, were subsidiaries of the Viacom Corporation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after the movie was a hit, he was assured that they didn't mind. <laughs> but, like, could you imagine? He's just like, oh, fuck. Like, we just talk shit to the people funding this movie. Um, we're almost done. To only two more. Um, despite his enthusiasm during the closing credits, none of Ned Schneebly's little teeny baby students actually managed to play a C chord. <laughs> which I definitely noticed all of their fingers. I was like, not it at all. Um, and then the last one. Convicted murderer John Guisa, Guisa, whatever, appears as an extra in this movie. He pushes past Joan Cusack during a crowd scene. Oh, jeez. Um, but you're just like, Whew. I think I have another fun fact. I think yes. the girl, one of the singing girls, the blonde girl, and one of like the, like the chubbier like security roadie guy. I think they got married in real life. Like I think they reconnected no later way. on, and they are married. Or they're, or maybe not married, but they're dating. Amazing. I'm pretty sure that that is true. I remember Dude, that. That's blo- awesome. <laughs> I remember that blowing up on the internet. Um, this is only minorly Jack Black related, but um, apparently Jack Black and Diego Luna decided to recreate the entire Princess Bride. No. What? <laughs> oh, they are the ones who came up with that, but they just did it with a bunch of other celebrities. Well, they did it with a bunch of other celebrities as well, but like I thought you meant they did the whole thing, just the two of them. No, no, no. There were. Uh, oh, do you see how she shuts me down? <laughs> Sorry. Do you see how she like? <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, none of the celebrities are in the same place at the same time. They're all like at their own homes and cutting all the footage together, and the whole movie's on YouTube, and I want to watch it. Whose idea was that, it? Like, Sorry, I was week. reading trivia. Jack Black and Diego Luna. Yeah, School of Rock actors well, Angelo Masagli and Caitlin Hale dating years after co-starring together. Wait, Diego Luna from Andor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Narcos Mexico. Hold on. I, I, I don't know whose idea it was, but I know that they're in it. To benefit World Kitchen, Central Kitchen. It was like during 2020. Yeah. Um, well, that's all the, the trivia. I said it was going to be long, but I liked all of them, so I put in a bunch of them. Um, Watch the Quibby's Homemade Princess Bride remake. R.I.P. Quibby. Wow. Um, okay, so <laughs> this has gone on for such a long time, but we have to choose, I believe, is it Grey's movie? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, flip the coin. Flip the coin. Okay, I'm flipping a coin. Oh my god, this was our eighth movie from 2003. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was... Wait, like... do I get to flip my... Oh no, you flip the coin. Okay, call it in the air. Ready? Yeah. Heads. She did it well. It's tails. No! So <laughs> Back into the stink hole. Back into the stink hole. No, 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 no. We had one fluke week of reprieve. Okay, we're spinning the wheel. Let's. Ella enchanted. It's all about the redemption arcs this season. Gray, shallow health, and school of rock. Cats and dogs. Then maybe Spider Man. 
Oh, I'm so happy that I get to be the one to show the, the lowest of the lows. Allegra, you have the two highest scores, so how about you go blow yourself? Okay, I will. I'm sorry. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I think it's going to be way better than Shallow Hal. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad. Holland and I are probably the best people to be the judges for this movie. That's true. But I do have an allegiance to the book, so. I only read the book once, and it was after I saw the movie, so... You know what, though? I think it's going to be fun bad because it's a little bit unhinged. And probably not that bad. This uh, one's going to be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't, I've only seen this movie one time. I haven't seen it. I suppose it is going to be better that you guys are judging. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and, I think a gray score oof. muddying the waters on this movie, it would suffer. Yeah. <laughs> So. You guys, I've never seen it, but you guys talk so poorly of it. There are, we've seen so many worse movies. Yeah, yeah. This one is honestly, Oh, yeah, yeah. like, <clears throat> let me let me read some out. Shallow how. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh Brandy's Cinderella. Oh, you guys liked it. Um, Oh, okay. You're just looking at your movie. You won last year, yes, Grace. So looking I'm at your looking movies at from last movies. year is not going to help you. Because you Holiday fucking won. Look at, look at my movies from last year, Grace. <laughs> and count yourself lucky. Okay. I do think Miss Congeniality probably could have gotten a higher score. Yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. Kangaroo Jack. Could have gotten a worse score. <laughs> could have, yeah, Kangaroo Jack so, deserved so a lower score. Big Rock Candy Mountain. Honestly. Christopher Walken is the only reason that movie scored as That's well true. as it did. That's true. Hey, and Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Am I saying that name right? Michael Sheen. He was the like other of uh, the thug. Michael. Sheen. <laughs> no. 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 Am I saying this name wrong? Am I getting the name wrong? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Sheen was in this movie? Wait, who's Michael Sheen? He's some fucking British guy. No! Martin Sheen! No, yeah, Michael Shannon. I'm sorry, Michael Shannon. Dad! No, that's a. Or is that Martin? Martin? Sheen. Oh, I get them. That's okay. Martin Sheen. Michael, do you see how Martin. she says no? No, I get how she doubts no. me. <laughs> She's like, no, Lego, you fucking idiot. I get those confused a lot because Martin Michael, it's the same thing. Mar- Michael Sheen is Aro in the Twilight movies. He's like the villain. Yeah, <laughs> I got it wrong. But yeah, no. Uh, Michael Shannon. I like, fucked up. What's a Michael Sheen movie Grey has seen? Yeah, I know. Twilight. I know that for a fact because I watched Breaking Dawn Part 2 with him. Oh, apparently he was in Midnight in Paris. I never saw that. Or Good Omens. Anyway. Ugh. Um... We've anyway, let, we need to end. For I need to two hours. We can't escape. We'll be in the episode forever. Okay. Next week we're watching Ella Enchanted. Um, I'm sorry this episode came out late, but things happen. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, fucking follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Laughkey Sibs. 
You can email us at latchkissage.gmail.com. Please make sure to check our Instagram stories every Friday so you can vote on our scores. And thank you for listening. Text or call me, 916-112. Leave it in. I'll like bleep out the middle. The last number. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. They'll get to me before you if they're guessing. <laughs> and if you want-